welcome to Glory to Glory, the radio teaching ministry of Calvary Chapel of the Harbor. Join us now in our study as we open the Word together. Real Lord's Prayer, when, when Jesus is talking to the Father, and this is what he prayed for his disciples, and he prayed this for us. 17, John 17, 15, it says, I do not pray that you should take them, what, out of the world? Wouldn't that be nice? You pray to receive Christ and you just go, you just shoot up into the heaven. That would be my plan. That would be a good, you know. <laughs> you know, you pray and then it, boosh, that's it. Take us out of this world. But it doesn't work that way. He's changing us here on this earth. Okay, so it's not, it says, I don't pray that you take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from what? The evil one. So you can pray that according to God's will. God, the evil one's messing with me. Lord, remove the evil one from my life. Remove the evil one from my family. Remove the evil one from our midst. That's what Jesus prayed for his disciples, not to take us out of the world, but they keep them from the the evil one. So prayer, the power of prayer. And it shows us that prayer plays a significant role in end times events. And it's important for us to be people of prayer. Amen? Amen? Verse back in our text. So the voice goes out saying to the sixth angel who had the trumpet, release the four angels who are bound at the great river Euphrates. So the fourth angels who had been prepared for the hour, the day, the month, and the year were released to kill a third of mankind. That's a lot of people. They estimate that there's 7.8 billion people on the earth today. If you were with us when we were in Revelation chapter 6, the seal judgment wiped out a quarter of the earth's population. That means a half of the earth's population will be wiped out when this trumpet judgment comes forth. That's half. That's almost 4 billion people will be destroyed. That's a lot of people. You might ask, why are they bound at the river, these four Angels, we don't know. Probably because they're destroying angels and they're just set aside for this time. I want to give you a little history about, you might know this already, the the river Euphrates. It's a very important river in scripture. Uh, It ran through ancient Babylon where false religion started, the the Tower of Babel. Uh, It's the eastern, most eastern border of the promised land. It's the longest river and the most important one in the Middle East. It also, it's in Genesis where it talks about the Garden of Eden. There was four rivers. Well, this was one of the rivers. So we know this went somewhere in the Garden of Eden. So we know that this river, near this river somewhere was the first sin that was committed with Adam. The first murder was committed in this area. So there's a lot of history here. The the river Euphrates. I want to make this very clear. Man at this point is so evil, they want evil, they don't want God, they refuse God, and it's like God saying, you want evil, you want to do things your way, this is what you get. You want evil, I'll release evil to you. You really think you want a life without me? This is a life without me. I'm restraining these four. These four have been wanting to destroy you guys for a long time. Me, in my goodness, me, with my love, God is saying, I've restrained them for all this time, and now you keep saying, I don't want God, I don't want God, I don't want God, I don't want God, I don't want God. So he says, okay. Guys, do what you want to do. I want to make sure I make this very clear. Again, we as believers in Jesus Christ won't be here. And you might say, so why do we study these things, Pastor Joe? That's a good question. One, for sure, we get to see what we're missing out on. 
<laughs> Another, I believe, so we can see into the future, so we can warn those, you don't want to go there. If you knew a bridge was out, this bridge out here, it was out, and, but there was no roadblocks, and you know for sure it's out. If somebody drives over, they're going to you know, fall off the end of the bridge because it's, it's totally torn up, and, and you're standing there. Are you going to just, you, people are driving like 60, 70 miles an hour. Are you going to just go, oh, there's another one. It's basically what it is. We see into the future. We know what's going to happen. And it's a, we're not to just wave at people. Whoa, love them all the way. I love you, brother. We love, we love you. Love them all the way to hell. No, it's like, stop. Wait, stop. The, the road's out. It's being repaired. I don't know why there's nobody blocking the road, but please turn around. Go another way. You might get some crazy people say, get out of my way. I'm not going to let it's up to them. This will happen. Mark God's word. It's judgment that's coming. And we read this to make application. We need to tell people, guys, judgment's coming. God's a just God. He doesn't like dishonest scales. He doesn't like lying. He doesn't like cheating. He doesn't like killing innocent babies as we've done in this country. He doesn't like that. He hates it. So as a reminder, blessed are those who read this prophecy, this book, those that hear, so we've read it, we're hearing it, but also those that keep these words that are written in the book of Revelation. I'll remind you, I'm sure everyone knows this, but if you're here for the first time, you've never heard this, the book of Revelation is the only book in the entire Bible that promises a threefold blessing. You are, you're being blessed today. Know it or not, you're being blessed because you heard it, because it's read, but there's a third blessing that comes with it, and it's applying it. And the best application we have for this text, I believe, is we need to warn people. We need to tell people, judgment's coming. You might say, judgment's coming? Why? What are we doing so bad? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Did you see this release? January is Sanctity of Life Month. I hope you know that. That's what this month is. It's Sanctity of Life Month. This past Friday was the 48th anniversary of the, the Supreme Court decision, uh, Roe versus Wade. And the president-elect made a statement and he said, this is it, the statement, because it's Roe versus Wade, it says, statement from President Biden and Vice President Harris on the 48th anniversary of Roe versus Wade. Today marks the 48th anniversary of the Supreme Court landmark decision, the ruling Roe versus Wade. In the past four years, reproductive health, including the right to choose, has been under relentless and extreme attack. We are deeply committed to making sure everyone has access to care, including reproductive health care, regardless of income, race, Zip code, health insurance status, or immigration status. Let me, uh, let, me, let me interpret that for you. We want to make sure everyone that wants an abortion has the ability to get an abortion is exactly what that's saying. And they're saying the last four years, there's been a lot to try to stop that. And they're saying, no, no, no. They, they make it sound so good. Reproductive health. Why don't you say what it is? Well, I love what the response to that. Jenna Ellis... She responded, the attorney, uh, Jenna Ellis, said, this is how she responded. 48 years ago, the Supreme Court manufactured right to kill an unborn baby, abortion. What was murder became legal. A supported constitutional right found nowhere in the Constitution itself. And 62 million babies have lost their lives in the wake of Roe versus Wade. Someone sent me this now. I don't know if you can read it. You can't vote to murder children on Tuesday and sing, oh, how I love Jesus on Sunday. 
And I'll say amen to that. You might say, Pastor, that's very harsh, and those are some really tough words. Um, Do you have scripture to back up what you're doing? Thank you for asking. Let me get to that. (laughs) Yes, I do. Proverbs 24, 24, it says, He who says to the wicked, you are righteous, him the people will curse, nations will abhor him. But those who rebuke the wicked will have, what do we have? Delight and a what? A good blessing will come upon them. Can I get an amen for that? We're living in an age where things that are wrong we call right and things that are right we, we, we call wrong. It's backwards, messed up. Did you see this one? In Newsweek, over 16,000 Christians want Franklin Graham fired for helping incite capital riots. Why are they doing that? Because he dared to say that he thought that the election was rigged. So they want him fired. Pastor Mike McClure in uh, San Jose, California, because his doors are open and he's having, a, he's having church service, he's received fines over a million dollars so far, and they're threatening jail time for him, and they're threatening to take his property away right now. Why? Because they believe that it's okay to worship Jesus and to go to church? That's his That's his crime. God's a God of justice. Okay, I wasn't going to do this one, but I'm going to do it. I don't know if you heard Laura Ingram. Someone sent me this, and I, did you see what she said? She said, someone needs to investigate the Democratic Party to see if they have, if they have ties to America. <laughs> there it is. Yes, I do talk about this stuff. Why? Because he who says to the wicked, you're righteous, and to him the people will curse, but those who rebuke the wicked will have the delight and a good blessing will come to them. We're to call out wickedness. Babies killing babies is wrong. Not standing for Israel is wrong. These are biblical things that affect our daily life. Amen? Amen. Amen. Okay, let me go back in our, back to verse 15. This really stood out. I, I pray it stands out for you. It says, the four angels who had been prepared for the hour, the day, the month, the year, were released to kill a third of mankind. The voice went out from God, and and they're waiting. They're being restrained. God's saying, no, all this time, we don't know how long they've been waiting, but God has been restraining them. But it's on God's calendar. He has a a, a time in his calendar, an exact time that he's going to release them. And it's on God's calendar. I don't know about you, but I use my phone as a calendar. I put reminders. Do you guys do? How many put reminders on their phones? Yeah, most of us, a lot of us, right? I even put a a reminder the day before, and sometimes I'll reset it like an hour before in case I forget from that day to the next day. And it's an alarm. It's an alert. It says, you know, important meeting tomorrow. Important meeting in 45 minutes or an hour. It's just important. Alert, alert. It goes off, and I go, oh, and there's times like, oh, oh, no, oh, I forgot. I wonder if the coronavirus and all that's been happening is an alert to wake people up. Judgment's coming. There's a little revival going on, guys, because we realize something's coming. For the church of Jesus Christ, it's the rapture. We who are alive and remain will be caught up together with the Lord in the air. When we see these things, the Bible says, look up, for our redemption's drawing near. And I wonder if it was an alert. Wake up, guys. Wake up. 
And it's been waking people up, including myself spiritually. I'm like, okay, Lord, you've got my attention right now. You've got my attention. And it's been waking people up in the church. It's been bringing people. As I mentioned on Tuesday night, a gentleman was a Marxist, came to church. I don't know if Kevin's here right now, but he was at uh, Tuesday night study. He's usually here. Kevin, he was a Marxist going to Berkeley. The gospel went out. He heard the gospel and he, he was standing there. He stood up and gave his life to Christ. Now he's in love with Jesus. Different people that are going to church here, they went to other churches, never heard the gospel. They came here, heard the gospel of Jesus Christ. They gave their life to Christ. Now they're walking with Jesus. One young man really blessed me the, uh, last week. He's a junior in high school and he never heard of the Johnson Amendment, so he did a report in school about the Johnson Amendment, and the teacher never heard of it before. You know, God is just doing something. Another lady goes here, she did a report, and she did a report on religious freedom and because of what's going on, and God's doing a work. There's a spiritual thing that's happening for us. God hates wickedness. God will judge it. He's, you know, the bad guys are going to get it. But let me tell you this, he will give everybody an opportunity to repent and turn to him, amen? He will. Thank God. Now the number of the army, well, the horsemen was 200 million. I heard the number of them. And thus I saw the horses and the vision. And those who sat on them had breastplates red and blue and yellow. And the heads of the horses were like the heads of lions and their mouths came fire, smoke and brimstone. And a third of mankind was killed by the fire, smoke, and brimstone, which came out of their mouths. And they had power in their mouth and their tails. And their tails were like serpents, having heads. And with them, they do harm. 200 million. I don't know if you've heard that, but um, China claimed in the 70s that they had an army of 200 million. That was back in the 70s. So I did a little Google search. But uh, this is their military today. They have a manpower of 752.7 million manpower. Fit for service, they have 617 million, million fit for service. They've got the largest military in the world. I, I don't know if you guys know that. Not the, the, the strongest. We won't give them that. But uh, total military, though, personnel is only two point, almost 2.7 million. So some see this as them um, with the... The description, if you notice, it's like this and like that. It, it talks about the head is like this. And, you know, the, this is John in 95 AD trying to describe things that he's never seen before. And so I'm thinking for this, last week we looked at, I believe last week, the things that came out of the bottomless pit were demonic. This, I believe, could very possibly be uh, military things like modern tanks and modern helicopters and modern, you know, jets and all that kind of stuff. Interesting, the blue, the red, and the yellow. Uh, this is the, the Chinese Air Force, I believe, and they have the colors blue, red, and yellow, but who knows? I'm just putting it out there. But all these different things. Did you see this? This is interesting. Scientists create super dog with twice the muscle mass. So China, they've been doing experiments. This is back in 2015. But now, this is no joke, this is real. Now, not only, this is, this is real current, this is December of last year, France and China developed biological, biologically engineered super soldiers. 
And so basically changing DNA and all this other stuff that they're doing, uh, mixing them with robotics. This is real. This is what they're, they're doing uh, there in China. And France is on board with this. So uh, what, let's see. It says the new species of augmented soldiers, it said, could also have altered DNA to give them enhanced speed, strength, as well as robotics. They're creating Terminator troops that, can, that are breed to kill, according to the report. Craziness. How about this? NBC News even reports the same thing. China has done human testing to create biologically enhanced super soldiers. Um, Radcliffe, who was uh, at the time, I'm not sure what his position was back in December. He was uh, one of the heads there. But this is his statement. It says, the people's, listen to this, the People's Republic of China poses the greatest threat to America today and the greatest threat to democracy and freedom, and freedom worldwide since World War II. He wrote, the intelligence is clear. Beijing intends to dominate the U.S. and the rest of the planet economically, militarily, and you say that one. Thank you. Just like she said. And then the report goes on to say they're using genetic editing and technology to enhance humans, perhaps soldiers in there. So just interesting stuff. I just thought I'd throw that out there for you. Some do see this as uh, demonic evil. So the speculation's out. This goes great with all of this. Second Peter 2, 4. For if God did not spare the angels who sinned, So God didn't spare them. What did he do? He cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness. Don't miss this. To be reserved for what? That's what those four angels were. They were reserved for judgment. And did not spare the ancient world, but saved Noah, one of eight people, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood on the world of the ungodly. So in other words, uh, Peter's saying he judged the angels. He judged the the people in Noah's day. He judged those in Sodom and Gomorrah. He turned it into ashes, making them, can we say this together, making them an example to those who afterward, that's us, would live what? Ungodly. That's the bad news. You You guys ready for good news here? Here it is. Then the Lord knows how to deliver the, can you say this with me? Godly out of temptations. Temptations might be just our temptations or time of trial. Some even believe it's talking about the tribulation time. Delivers us out of that. And to reserve the unjust under what? Punishment for the? The day of judgment. Let's finish the last two verses. This is the sad commentary in this. But the rest of mankind who are not killed by these plagues did not, can we say that together? Repent of the works of their hands that they should not worship demons. Idols of gold, silver, and brass, stone, and wood, which can neither see, nor hear, nor walk. And they did not, what? Repent of their murders, or their sorceries, and their sexual immorality, and their thefts. They don't repent. All the pressure that we've been under with this, the way the world's been, people are repenting. As I mentioned, there's a a little revival going on, but... When we're gone, the world's going to be so bad. First, before this happens, there's going to be a revival on this earth because there'll be a multitude of people that are going to come to the Lord. So that's before this. They're going to be killed. They're going to be beheaded for their faith. Know that. If you don't accept Christ and you miss the rapture, you will have to either take a mark on your right hand or your forehead or you will have to be beheaded for your faith. You don't want to be here. The shocking 
thing about all this isn't that there's gonna be half the world. That's shocking, half the world's gonna be wiped out. There's gonna be this huge army that's gonna attack. That's shocking, but the most shocking is with all that pressure, people still don't repent. And the word repent means to turn, to change your mind, to go in another direction, to turn to God. I pray for change in my life. I pray for change in all of our lives. All these things that the world's going after, we, we need to turn from them day by day as believers. We need to turn from those things. Sorcery, interesting word, it's pharmakia, the Greek word. Most of you know this. It speaks of drugs. Drug use will be gone rapid during that time. Sexual immorality, the, the Greek word is pornonia, where we get our word pornography. It, it's any sexual sin outside of marriage. Stealing will be going on as we see that increasing today. Killing will increase. All these things, they don't turn. They don't turn. If you're not a believer in Jesus Christ today, I pray that you turn to the Lord today. God loves you. God doesn't want any of us to go through this terrible time of tribulation. None of us. Today is the day of salvation. Today, if you'll hear his voice, turn to him. Those of us that are believers, let's allow the Lord to change us. Let's allow this pressure that's going on to really change what's going on inside of us. Let's allow it to draw us closer to him, to see him, and to ask him, guys, things are, in America, if things continue the way they go, it's going to get dark here, and God's going to bring judgment. I don't want to be in that judgment. I don't want, God doesn't want any of us to be in that judgment. Believe me, God's going to do everything he can to save every person I'm warning you, the bridge is out. The bridge is out. You need to stop. You need to turn. You need to turn around. You need to give your life completely to Christ. Don't play games with God. Seek him with all your heart. Be used by him today. Allow him to make the changes in you because at any time, the trumpet will sound and we who are alive and remain will be caught up together with him in the air. I pray that's all of us that's in this room Let me ask you this. If the trumpet would sound right now, the rapture, would you be left behind? No, I would not be here. And you might say, well, that's arrogant. How could you say that? Because I've given my life to Christ and the Bible teaches me very clearly, if anyone's in Christ, they're a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, everything becomes new. And to be absent from my body, I'm going to be in the presence of the Lord. And when the rapture comes, he's taking the believers in Jesus Christ. I'm a believer in Jesus Christ, so I'm out. Will you be left behind? Let me tell you this. If the rapture happens right now and you're left here in the sanctuary, hopefully there won't be many. But let me tell you this. Hell will come to this earth like you've never seen it before. Mark God's word. Half of the world's population will be wiped out. Men will be tormented so bad they're going to want to die, but they can't even have death for five months. You don't want to be here. This is real. God loves you so much. He sent his only son, Jesus Christ, to die a brutal death on the cross. He took your penalty for your sin. You see, we all sin. We all fall short of the glory of God. You see, God loves us so much. He allowed his son to take your penalty. He bore your guilt. He bore your sin. He bore your shame at the cross of Calvary. All you need to do is believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Receive him into your life. Repent of your sins 
and ask him to come live inside of you by his Holy Spirit and he will change you. That's the gospel. That's good news. That's as clear as I can make it. Today is the day. Believers, one more time, let us live for Christ. Let us, right to the end, let's serve him right to the end. Amen. Hi, this is Pastor Joe, and I'd like to take a moment to personally invite you to one of our three services here at Calvary Chapel of the Harbor in Huntington Beach. Our service times are 9 a.m., 10.45 a.m., and 12.30 p.m. Please come and say hi after the service. I would love to meet you. For more information, check out our website at ccoth.com. That's ccoth.com. Hopefully, we'll see you here later today. God bless you. You have been listening to Glory to Glory with Pastor Joe Pettick, an outreach of Calvary Chapel of the Harbor. If you would like to enter into a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, call now at 714-788-8221. That's 714-788-8221. Our address is 16450 Pacific Coast Highway in Huntington Beach, California, 92649. We're located in Peter's Landing Marina in Huntington Harbor. Now, may we continue to go to his throne of mercy as he changes us from glory to glory.